This episode of Mushroom Comics' audio-only Let's Plays is brought to you by Dense. For all your space-time traveling needs, visit Dense. Do not visit that dirty assassin-sending, muscle-stacked wizard's place, Cray the CrossFit Caster's gym and in. It smells like chode. Come to Dense, where it doesn't smell like chode. Hello there, listeners. It's Mushroom Comics, and I'm back again with another Mushroom Comics' audio-only Let's Plays. Uh, this is not long after the last one, and we are still playing Chrono Trigger Plus. So let me grab my handy-dandy 3DS, and we'll get started. <clears throat> we don't need to load the save, but I'll read it off. We're at the Hero Appears. We're in the Middle Ages. Time is 5 hours 57 minutes. 5,215 Gs, save 35, Chrono, Marl, and Robo, all level 14. Alright, we just defeated Ozzy and his deceased on the Xenon Bridge. Now we can just walk across it, we don't have to enter it anymore. Um, there's a little town here on the other side of the bridge. The hero has appeared. The epic battle shall thus soon commence. This is the market. There's just like one of those handmaids standing inside the door. Welcome, what can I do for thee? Let's see what they have for sale. Bye. Ah, the same stuff the End of Time store has. Many thanks. Uh, the Elder's House. Headman, I implore thee to seek the mythical rainbow shell. They just start talking as soon as we came in. Take it this coin for supplies. We are counting on thee, Toma. Hey, didn't we meet Toma at the bar? Toma, wonderful. Mythical treasures are to mine specialty. Good match, eh, chief? Headman, hmm, I awaited thine results. Toma, tis settled, I'll have a pint before mine departure. So Toma has, like, a headband on and, like, some, like, I don't know, like, tan and reds clothing. I don't know. He looks like, I've always thought he looks like a mummy, so that's the best way I can describe him. But I know he's human. All right, let's talk to the elder. Chief. So it's the chief, not the elder. We can use it the rainbow shell to make some reflective armor. Twill be strong against magic, but Toma art a little flaky. Were I mistaken to trust him? There's a little girl. The hero cometh. He's strong, and he shall trash those monsters. <laughs> Here's a lady. Only thy, only the ancient sword Mazmune canst vanquish him, and only the hero may well wield it. Here's a lady, older lady. The Sandorino village chief liveth here. Art thou foreigners? Didst thou flee from Magus's troops? So this town is called Sandorino? I don't remember that ever having a name. I thought it was Pore. Here's the purple-haired chick, or another purple-haired chick. Magus has three fearsome henchmen, Ozzy, Flea, and Slash. So Ozzy Osbourne, Flea from the Chili Peppers, and Slash from Guns N' Roses? They are tone-deaf evil fiends. Yeah, I think that still holds up. Except for maybe Slash. Flea is a great voice actor. He does a lot of uh, cartoon voices. But he also has his wiener out when he goes to when he plays concerts. So take of that what you will. There's a guy sitting on the bed. Magus's castle resideth on the East Continent. Sheer cliffs make it inaccessible. I'd be afraid to catch that on, like, my bass strings or something. It's just dangerous. Dorino Inn. My dog's chewing on something. I gotta see what that is. What do you got, Duckworth? Oh, you got a ball. It's just a ball. It's just Duckworth chewing on her ball. Alright. There's a bunch of people. Hey, there's Toma. But we'll talk to these people sitting at this table first. Art Magus's army is really closing in. Alas, the mythical hero has appeared. All is sure to end well. They're really counting on this mystical hero. Mythical? Mystical. Make it all manageable. Pick and choose. Who's <laughs> really kicking to? Sorry. I'm a big Gorillaz fan, but I don't exactly know the words to that song. I just saw him live, actually. I think in January, February. This is really cool. Want to hear mine tell? This is some blue-haired guy. Or blue-hatted guy. Want to hear mine tell? Yes. Goblins with huge hammers roam the Danadoro Mountains to the east, but burneth their weapons, and they are pussycats. So we need Luca. 
There's another guy at this table. Dost thou know? They sayeth the mystical. They sayeth the mythical Masmune layeth deep within the Denodoro mountains, but tis guarded by terrible beast. Who make it all manageable? Pick and choose. We're gonna lose. Who is all we kick and choose? All right. Here's one of the people that look like the nuns from the cathedral way back when. Clear thine conscience. The end of the world approacheth. Oof. Here's a bald guy at the bar. Of interest, energy whirls will dissipate should thou employ thine slash attack. There art balance in nature. Here's Toma. Toma. Hey, how's thou been? Pay mine tab and I'll impart, I'll impart some wisdom to thee. How about it? Yeah, why not? Many thanks. Now my dog is beating her tail against my chair. Duckworth, stop. Ducky, stop. Through the ball. Maybe that'll distract him. Toma, many thanks. Hey, another please. Creepy, dangerous frogs hath taken over the southern woods. What the hell? That's not wisdom. That's just a fact. I have red hair. There, pay my bar tab, asshole. Alright, here's a guy sitting at the end of the bar. Magus is trying to bring forth an immense evil. That's, you know what really makes me angry? is fortune cookies, because none of them are fortunes anymore. If he succeeds, there are nowhere to run. We'll all perish. Tis why I liveth it up now. Yeah, they're all just statements. They're statement cookies. There's some people in the bedroom. A sword called the something or other Mune was made hundreds of years ago. No one hath the skill to maketh a sword like that any more. Someone sitting on the bed. Hast thou met the hero? Nope. I hath not met him either. I wonder what the champion of the world does look like. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Every time I hear that song, I just think of uh, that episode of Say by the Bell where Jesse Spano's like addicted to caffeine caffeine pills or diet pills or some shit there's a residence so there's hey there's something sparkling in their dresser it's locked ah i heard magus knoweth arcane magic which the monsters canst not match oh wherefore art thou sir cyrus surely he hath not deserted the kingdom twere it true that the king was injured what will befall us and this country hey art that a naga et bromide thou hast there I'll trade thee something good for it. What say thee? Sure. Really? Thou means it? Yahoo! Just hold thine horses and I'll return in a jiffy. He goes over to that locked dresser. Tis unlocked. Thou art free to take it. And I'll take it this. Hee <laughs> hee. You found one magic tab. Aw. I was hoping for something cool. Mother said I cannot play outside because of the monsters. Tis boring. Well... Let's swap over to... I think we hit Y, right? Yeah, we hit Y to change party members. Um... Alright. Let's pull out Mar... I don't know. I like the multiple, multiple heals, though. Um... What do you think, listeners? Marl, Luca. Or Robo. We need Luca for fire. Hmm... I can't decide. I, I never. I'm gonna pull out Robo. I just don't really like Robo's move set. I'm like the only person that seems to dislike using Robo though. Here's the Denadaro Mountains. I mean, I like Robo the character. He's awesome. But here's a house, Fiona's Villa. Here's a lady in here. She's got blonde hair, gray clothing. Marco, mine husband, hath not returned from the war. Alas, these woods mean much to us, so I shall guard them till his return. There's two treasure chests. Mid-ether. Mid-ether. See? It's just that one place that gave us ethers. Every chest contains a fucking mid-ether. Here's another village down here. I'm not going to go through all those houses, though. I'm going to these woods over here, on the left, called the Cursed Woods. Let's go see what Tomo was talking about. There's some frogs, like dancing here that we got to fight. They kind of look like Specchio, only Specchio's green. Got one mid potion in a chest. Now there's some snakes. Let's fight these snakes and frogs. 
What is it in? Oh, it's snakes and foxes in real time. Snake bites Luca for five. Snake bites Morrow for six. Let's do a cyclone to see if we can hit a frog and a snake here. And we'll just attack with Morrow and Luca. I can't really see because the text box is in the way. Ah, I moved it to the top. So if you hit Y, the text box with your ATB and shit will switch screens. I wish I'd have tried that earlier. These guys are a little tough. They have 150 HPs each. They keep acid raining us. Chrono does his surprise animation. Sorry, I had the freaking volume down for the past. Man, it's just because I'm under the weather. I'm a little just foggy-headed. It has nothing at all to do with other stuff. Alright, Chrono Cyclones, these three. Ah, I thought that would take at least two of them out for sure. Oh man, that motherfuckers. The snakes eat the frogs to refill their HP. Oh, snake killed the frog to refill its HP. Correction. Snake killed another frog to refill its HP. So now, I wonder if the snake will kill the snake to refill its HP. Now they just keep attacking us. They're not doing much damage. About four each attack. I'm just going to keep attacking all out till they're dead. Down goes one snake. And hopefully Luca takes out the other. Yep. Other snake down. Alright. 140 experience points. 6 tech points. 666 Gs. Yee boy. Um, so I... I've been trying to think of a Pokemon game to play once the GS Chronicles Nuzlocke inevitably fails because I am terrible at it. Um, so I got, I was thinking about, um, I have some fan-made games I've wanted to play, which I would have to play on my PC. I don't have anything portable that's capable of playing RPG Maker games, which is what most of them are made out of. Some of them are made out of that custom... Ah, uh, it's like a Pokemon. I'll look it up and have Editor Mushroom Comics throw something in here. Alright, listeners. Um, I think what I was thinking about here was Pokemon Essentials. I think you have to use RPG Maker XP with it. And it comes packed with Pokemon from Gens 1 through 5. Um, it was used to make Pokemon Uranium, Pokemon Reborn, Pokemon Insurgents, and many more. Um, I do not know much about it. I'm actually learning how to use RPG Maker as we speak, but not XP. Um, but I do have XP, I believe. So maybe I will look into that. Oh! Never mind, they received the DMCA takedown from Nintendo. I imagine you can still find it, though. It says it's still managed and updated. I don't know. We'll see. Alright, back to you, past Mushroom Comics. Thank you, Editor of Mushroom Comics. That was very eye-opening and... Um, illuminating. I have learned a lot from your wise words from the far-flung future. We're still fighting these motherfuckers here, though. We're fighting some frogs. They're everywhere. Or tadpoles. They're called T-pools. My dog Duckworth just came back with her ball. Hopefully you can't hear that. She really likes to chew on the stuff. Well, her toys, mostly. She doesn't chew on our shit for the most part. She does really like, like, when we're getting dressed in the morning. I think... She thinks if she steals our socks, we can't leave. So she likes to steal our socks and run around with them and refuse to give them back. But I think she doesn't realize we have a drawer full of them. So, joke's on her. She also likes to take our shoes and run when we go to put them on. So I think she has figured out that <laughs> socks and shoes mean we're leaving. Uh, she's a pretty smart dog. She's a Beagle Terrier. They're both pretty smart breeds. She's looking at me. She knows I'm talking about her. Damn, these frogs have a lot of HPs. This is why I always avoid the battles in these woods. Ugh, frog drop. So with frog drop, they like 
blow themselves up really big and then just fall on you and crush you. Alright, we defeated the T-Pools. 78 experience points, 3 tech points, 90 Gs. Alright, running, running, running. We're gonna avoid these battles. We're gonna... There's a bush here at the end, and we found a ladder in the bush. There's a magic scarf over here in a pot. There's like a table with a burning candle. There's just three chairs. Who's there? Someone falls from the ceiling. <gasps> it's Frog! Tis thee! Thou art here to practice thy skill in swordplay? Talk to Frog. What? The king has been injured. Ah, uh, I see. He walks over to a pot next to his bed. Tis nary a thing I canst do. Please be on thy way. But Frog, the hero I am not, I can do not. Frog, Froggy buddy. Come on. The hero I am not. I guess we can just leave. Frog is sad. And depressed. Speaking of, um, I started listening to The Dragoon Effect, which I should have listened to much sooner. Ben is doing real good stuff over there. Talking about mental health and ways to get help and just being open about mental health. It's really important. People should do it more. Um, it's hard to talk about mental health these days because sometimes like the older generation still views it as a weakness or just something that isn't real. Um, so he's doing really good stuff over there just being open and honest about it. I have problems myself. I am bipolar. And I have gotten it pretty well under control these past couple of years. I was misdiagnosed for a really long time, but yeah. So it's just really important to talk about it. And it's really important to be open about it because if you're not, people don't know why you're like super happy and energetic for like a week and then can't get out of bed for another week. It's just, it helps to talk about it and it helps control it to talk about it. So yeah, everyone should go listen to The Dragoon Effect. Um, I am halfway in this season two where he's playing Hellblade. Season one is Alan Wake and it's amazing. It's a game I never actually finished. I always got through maybe episode two and then just didn't play it anymore. Um, I think I finished more of American Nightmare than I did the original game. But I have put the remastered on my PS5 wish list. So if it goes on sale, I'll pick it up and I'll play through it with my wife because it seems like a game she'd like. But yeah, the story was awesome. I liked it a lot. And Hellblade, I didn't even know about, but apparently it was a big deal when I was reading up on it. It's like coin the AAA indie title and all kinds of crazy stuff. So that's interesting. I'm enjoying that too. Um, I enjoyed his text-only Let's Play. That was really cool. Did the Bulls, like, uh, opening theme, like when the Bulls run onto the court. Um, did a, um, what else? I can't remember what else. There's another bonus episode in Season 1, I think, though. 104 experience points, 6 tech points, 660 Gs, Chronos level up. Um, yeah, so... Go. Mushroom Comics recommends the Dragoon Effect. I think I mentioned Attack on Final Fantasy earlier. It could have been in the episode before this, but that's really fun too. I'm enjoying that a lot. I really like his save state episodes. I'm in. I'm. I have. I have season three downloaded. I haven't started it yet. It looks like it's really short. Um, Final Fantasy three is one of the few Final Fantasies I've never really played. Um, I've always wanted to. I heard it was like the beginning of, or no, it was a continuation of, like, the Final Fantasy 1 style system. So, like, you can see the evolution of systems throughout, like, Square games during that time, where, like, Final Fantasy 2 spawned, like, the Saga series, which the first one was called uh, Final Fantasy Legends, which I had on Game Boy, and man, that was confusing as, like, a 9-10 year old kid trying to figure out what the fuck to do, but... Yeah, I have, I still have all those Legends and Final Fantasy Adventure Game Boy games. I really loved them. And then, like, you see, like, 1 and 3, I guess 3, I'm not sure, I've heard, and 5 are, like, the evolution of, like, the job class Final Fantasies. Where, like, yeah, so, 
I've always found it interesting to kind of look at that as I play through the Final Fantasy games, but 3 is one I just never played. Um, I did own it, or I do own it, and have owned it multiple times, I think, like, in the collections for, like, PS1 and Game Boy Advance and stuff. My dogs are getting into some. I'll be right back, listeners. And now, a word from our sponsors. Dense. Dancing Jello Cubes. They're really alive and jiggle all the way to your tummy. They're definitely not baby gelatinous cubes. Available at your local dents and only at your local dents. Not at that fake wizard craze CrossFit in and gym. Only at dents. Alright listeners, I'm back. I think my dogs have figured out if they make funny noises that I will go and let them outside to chase squirrels and bark at the neighbor dogs. Alright, let's get back to it. Alright, so... While I was meandering about uh, Final Fantasies, I left the Cursed Woods and Frog's little apartment underground and uh, backtracked back up to the Denadaro Mountains and just walked in. And that's where I stopped to go see what my dogs were doing Um, because I don't think I narrated that part. But as you walk in, there's like two birds holding bells. And what these birds do is when you alert them, they ring the bells and wake up these trolls that have big wooden hammers that smack the fuck out of you. So let's get going. You hear them ringing the bells. Guys wake up. And now we're in battle. Ah shit. I forgot to heal on the world map. Well, we'll go do that after we beat these guys up. Let's have Chrono. Actually, let's just Aura Whirl. Then we'll heal up at the next uh, save spot. Then I'll fire these goblins. So they're called goblins and the birds are called bellbirds. They don't really look like goblins in like your classic D&D sense, but... Whoa, magic does a lot of damage to these goblins. Goblin smacks Marl for minuscule, like four. We're going to cyclone all three enemies with Chrono. And... That knocks out all three enemies. Alright. 168 experience, 8 tech points, 360 Gs. Um, see, what was I... Oh yeah, I was talking about the evolution of Final Fantasies and shit. Um, did I mention in an earlier game that Chrono Trigger was originally supposed to be a Final Fantasy? Ah. So, something's happening. So the music has changed up. Ah! Little kid runs down a ladder. He's got like purple hair, a shield, and a red cape. He's being chased by one of those goblins. So now we're in battle with the goblin. It smacks Chrono for four. I'm just going to attack it with everybody. Chrono takes it out in one hit. 32 experience, 2 tech, 80 Gs. That little kid is now like up on a ledge above us. Tis a terrible place. Thou best run away while they can. Alright, then one of those goblins runs down with the hammers I was talking about. These ones are called Ogons. Um, you can... Uh, I think physical attacks are the same. Oh, it does very little. So we're going to fire it with Luca. It should burn its hammer and it'll throw its hammer off like a wave. Like, oh, my hammer's on fire. And now I think we can attack it like normal. It becomes a goblin instead of an Ogon. Alright, 32 experience, 2 tech, 80 Gs. So now we need to go find this little boy. Ah, we missed a treasure chest back here. I thought so. Found 300 Gs. Let's go search for this purple-haired boy. We go up the ladder. He came down. There's one of those Ogons sleeping here. Um, We're going to backtrack to the ledge the boy was on because there's a treasure chest there. Got a life water. The treasure chest blocks the way the rest of the way. Then I think we can go under the sledge over here to get an ether. And then we're going to sneak past that goblin and up across this bridge here. I'm pretty sure we get ambushed a few times. We're going up another ladder. Climbing these mountains. There's, oh, these ogons wake up. Or goblin and ogon wakes up as we walk in. Smacks Marl for six. Hammers Chrono for 38. That's a big difference. Um, we have Chrono attack the one without a hammer. Have Luke, or, oh, that one's dead. So Marl just attack that one. Have Luca fire the Ogon with the hammer. 
Ogon throws the hammer away. But yeah, Chrono Trigger is only originally thought of as a Final Fantasy game. Um, I can't quite remember why it didn't become one. I will read up on it and have editor Mushroom Comics throw something in there. I was a little wrong about this fact. I couldn't find the exact article I read, but um, I found another article that quotes the interview I read. So Chrono Trigger was like uh, brought together by like what they called the dream team at the time. Um, it was uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, the dude that created Final Fantasy, and Yuji Hori, creator of Dragon Quest, and Akira Toriyama, creator of Dragon Ball, Nobuo Uematsu doing the music. Um, he did Final Fantasy. And then Kazuhiko Aoki, uh, the designer for Final Fantasy IV. Uh, the Sakaguchi, Hori, and Akira Toriyama were traveling together on a computer graphics research trip to America. Uh, and the Super Nintendo had just released there the year before. And then um, Sakaguchi said, during the trip, we decided that we wanted to create something together, um, something that no one had done before. We were really naive. We got all fired up about it, said Hori, a time travel story fanatic who never missed an episode of Time Tunnel. Normally, you'd think things would have ended there, that we wouldn't have been so excited. That's right, agreed Sakaguchi. We were really enthusiastic about it. Just talking about it was really exciting. However, once we decided we were going to do it for sure, we spent a year or a year and a half thinking about all the difficulties we'd encountered. We had almost given up when we received word from the producer, Mr. Ayakuri. He said, I definitely want to make it happen. So originally, uh, they just go on to say how excited they were to make it happen. Uh, and it took about a four-day brainstorming session to come up with it. Um, and then they hired a bunch of people. Um, originally, Chrono Trigger was meant to fall under the Saiken Densetsu, the Secret of Mana series, um, developed under the name Maru Island. So not Final Fantasy, it was Secret of Mana, the, the Mana series. Um, the project was planned for the Super Famicom Disk Drive, which was the CD-ROM add-on that uh, Nintendo was developing with Sony. Um, and that actually never happened. I think I've read that there's one in existence. I don't know if that's a legend or not. Yeah, that seems about it. Mostly goes on to say that explains some of the design similarities between Chrono Trigger and Mana. According to this, it would have fit four copies of Final Fantasy IV on the Chrono Trigger cartridge. It was jumped from a 24 megabyte cartridge to a 32 megabyte cartridge. It was this first one square it developed of that size. Yep, I think that's where I'll end this. Back to you, Past Mushroom Comics. Thank you, Editor Mushroom Comics. I am sure that was elucidating. Elucidating? Elucidating? That's probably the wrong word. I am sure that was informative, interesting, and educational. You are a gentleman and a scholar, Editor Mushroom Comics. Uh, buddy, we got a problem. I just got the mail. Cray is sending us death threats now. Uh, maybe we should rewrite some of those commercials. What do you think? I know I am too. Alright, so I've crossed another bridge. Nogon jumps out of the trees and smacks its hammer at me. Hammers Marl for 40. We're gonna hold up. Oh, all three are. I'd say we're gonna hold up to Luca because she's slower, but they all kind of dinged one after another pretty fast. Burns its hammer, throws it away. Now we're gonna all out attack and kill it in one hit. Yep. Goblin dead. 32 experience, 2 tech, 80 G's. Alright, let's run up this ladder here. Another ladder here. And we're going on to the next screen, we're running all the way right. There's like a bird with a scythe that falls down. We're going to just, it spins in a circle. We're just going to walk around it. 
Oh, two of them jumped down here. Oh, they're not scythes. They're like little assassin blades. They're called freelancers. Ah, clever. I like that name. Chrono's gonna cyclone them. Yeah, it does fair damage. It's about 95 each. They have 110 HPs. They're attacking Chrono. They do 22 damage. Oh, I was talking about Pokemon games, right? Yeah, so after the inevitable fall of the Nuzlocke... Um, maybe I'll make it all the way. You never know, I guess. Um, I was thinking... So I have four fan games I've wanted to play. Which are like... They were made... They're basically only playable on PC. Um, I think there used to be an Android app that would allow you to play them. But I don't have an Android device. I'm one of those weird iOS Apple people. Got a life water. Um, I've looked for ways to play it on my Vita or DS. And I cannot find any ways. So I'd have to play them on PC. Which means I wouldn't be playing them at work. Um, I gotta check my phone. It's going off like crazy. I'll be back. Was my wife asking me what my dinner order is? It's only like one in the afternoon, but she was like texting me like it was crazy important. Oh, Mrs. Comics, what will we do with you? She's a teacher. She likes everything to be like prepared and organized ahead of time. You know what I mean? Did you come to class prepared? Why weren't you prepared? I don't think she's like that, but that's how my teachers were. My wife is a really good teacher. She teaches um, non-English speaking students English. So she's a ELL teacher. And she's really, really good at her job. Um, she's one of the best, actually. Um, so yeah, we're fighting another Ogon. Chrono just went down because I haven't been responsibly healing. But the Ogon's dead. We'll revive Chrono and heal him up. I thought there was a save point close, that's why I didn't leave. Oh, Marl learned Cure. That is handy. Alright, Chrono's at 1 HPs. Let's use one of our... We'll use a few of our potions. Heal everybody a little bit. And let's get going. There's another one of those freelancers. It smacks the goblin with a rock to wake it up. And now the goblin's angry at us. So let's kill this freelancer while we wait for Luca to fire the hammer out of the gob or Ogon arms. Uh, freelancer's dead. All right. Ogon has no hammer, and let's just smack him around. All right, he's dead. 101 experience points, 4 tech points, 205 Gs, Luca's level up. I think I'm getting the last episode and this episode mixed up because they were recorded one right after another. But, yeah, I think last episode I recommended Garden Plots. I don't know. I'll probably edit it, that out. We'll see. Um, so... There was a chest with nothing in it. There's a chest over there I can't remember how to get to, but we're just going to keep going to the next screen. Um, we're gonna, there's a waterfall in this screen, and there's something hitting us with rocks. I imagine it's one of those freelancers. Yep, it's just flinging rocks at us from the other side of the uh, water. But we run up, go grab a treasure chest, another mid-ether, go up a ladder, change screens, go up another ladder, and we're ambushed by some freelancers. Um, the freelancers that I mentioned, they're like, uh, anthropomorphic birds with little daggers. We're just gonna smack the shit out of them till they're dead. Chrono crits one for 162. Morrow takes out the other one with one hit. 138 experience for tech, 250 G. It's been a while since someone's leveled up, right? 600 Gs. In a chest. Now we're going up a screen. We come to, like... Like, we're on, like, the ledge. We can see, like, the beautiful, like, landscape beyond the mountain of, like, clouds and dark blues giving way to grays and whites as the Ogins bash Chrono a couple times. Have him hit the goblin that has no hammer. Take it out. Have Luca fire the Ogin so it throws its hammer and does a little damage. Get down tonight. Get down tonight. Do, 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 do. 
So after Chrono Trigger, I was thinking of playing Super Mario RPG Apocalypse because I've never really finished Super Mario RPG. I've always gotten to like that weird area. It seems to be a chain of battles we have to fight. Like I didn't even move and it threw us into the next battle. Um, I always get to like that point where all the like wishes are and that's kind of just where I always end my run. Um, damn it, Chrono's down again. I'm not paying very good attention here. But the other two characters are too far away for him to attack. So it could be a good thing that Chrono's dead body is blocking the way. Oh, fucking, I keep losing my train of thought on the fucking Pokemon games, listeners. I'm so sorry. All right. So, uh, yeah, I'd have to play them at home on my computer, which means I would find something else to play in my car at work. I was thinking of, like, trying out old NES and SNES and Genesis games I loved when I was younger to see if I still love them, which I probably don't. So Chrono's just going to keep dying because I have no control over when these battles happen. I do not remember it being like this in the original. But yeah, it's just, like, uh, conveyor belting me from battle to battle here. I really don't remember this. I think the only place this happened in the original was the future. And it's when you're on a literal conveyor belt. But the four fan games I'm thinking of playing are Pokemon Uranium, um, Pokemon Xenoverse, and Pokemon Insurgents, and Pokemon This Gym of Mine. And they're all supposed to be really good. Um, I just learned about this gym of mine not long ago. And it, you just, I believe you're just a trainer who runs a gym. Um, Uranium is a bunch of fakemon. Damn it! Straight into battle again. And after this battle, I'm going to have to go let my dogs in. Chrono's down again, of course. Um, we're fighting two freelancers and an Ogon. Just took the hammer out of the Ogon. Um, Xenoverse is supposed to have an excellent story. Um, but I don't know much about any of these games. I just keep seeing them pop up on like Reddit or other places where they talk about that stuff. Um, it's like the best of the best. So yeah, I'd like to try those. Um, I was also... I'm terrible at roguelike games, but there is a Pokemon Rogue ROM hack that I could, I might try out at work, um, see if it's any good. We're almost dead here, listeners. I am not managing this battle well, but I think we'll take out this Freelancer, then I'll just heal everybody outside of battle, hopefully. Oh, Marl's down. Hopefully Luca takes it. Alright, so we're all down here. Hopefully it doesn't conveyor belt us into another fucking battle. Okay, it doesn't. Phew. Let's hold, heal up. Give everybody some potions here. I'm not sure how Pokemon Rogue works, but it sounds fun. Um, it kind of reminds me. I don't play a lot of roguelikes. I played 20XX. Um, let me, just a sec. Let me go let my dogs in. Alright, listeners, I think I'm back. I'm also having to wait. My neighbors are having a dumpster dropped off in their driveway. So, I want to make sure that all that is done too. Sounds like they are. It was really loud, and it just it was coincidentally started right when I went to let the pups in. Alright, we just healed up, and we're running to the next screen. After that conveyor belt of battles, they almost killed us. Mostly because I was talking a lot. 300 Gs. But yeah, um, I was also considering doing some of the very story-focused Pokemon ROM hacks. Um, if, if you really want me to do another Nuzlocke, I will. Um, I don't know which one I would do. But um, some of the good story ones would be Pokemon Gaia, um, Pokemon Blazed Glazed. Then I think there's a Pokemon Adventure Prism or something that's supposed to have a really good story. But um, I, haven't, 
haven't downloaded that one yet. And then Pokemon Dreams is supposed to have a really good story, which I've kind of started, but I'm not very far in, so I think I only got my starter and maybe went to the next town, but yeah. And then there's like Pokemon Outlaw and Pokemon Cops, which are like dark humor side of things. Chrono Learn Cleave and Dual Tech Fire Sword, nice. And Dual Tech Ice Sword, nice. But yeah, when the time comes, I guess. Ah, shit. I just fell down the waterfall. I don't remember having to do that before. I'm supposed to be at the top. Damn. Do I have to, like, go all the way through that conveyor belt again? Oh, we can just run through it. Okay, so we don't have to battle there. I wonder if that was always there. Ah, now we have to fight this battle again, though. Um, I think I started talking about, too, my idea to, um, see if I still like the SNES games, and NES games would be stuff like Buster Bust Loose, uh, Mickey Mouse Capades, um, the DuckTales game, um, let's see, like, all those Disney afternoon games I really loved, um, I just wouldn't touch the JRPGs, um, I did play a lot of those as a kid, but I had a lot of fun playing, like, nonsense, like, Fun cartoon games, yeah. Luca learned Napalm. Well, sorry listeners, I'm still under the weather, as you may know since I'm recording this right after the last one, so there might be a little more silences because I just keep brain fogging. Uh, there's one of those, like, freelancers just, like, slashing its sword around randomly. I'm going to try to sneak around it, grab this chest, mid-ether, and then I'm going to try to go down the ladder next to it without engaging it. Alright, ah, damn. We didn't have a choice. We got ambushed either way. You know, I still haven't seen the Mario movie, but I really want to. It's supposed to be pretty fun, and I kind of like Seth Rogen, so... I'm a little sick of Chris Pratt being in everything. I don't think he's a good voice actor. 138 experience points, 4 tech points, 250 Gs. I don't. I kind of found him annoying as Star-Lord. Everybody seemed to love him, though. But I liked him as Andy Dwyer in Parks and Rec. There's a bunch of these birds here, but they're not calling any of their friends in. And I can hit all three of them with one spin or cyclone from Chrono. Let's see if that takes them out. It does. I really hope there's a save point soon. 156 experience points, 6 tech points, 300 Gs. Chronos level up. Marl's level up. I like um, Princess Peach as well. She played magic in the New Mutants movie. Hey, here's a sheep here just kind of looking out at the landscape. Mountains are nice. That This is the life. Mountains are nice. I think those are the only two things he says. Man, you're nosy. Here, take this. Hey, magic tab. Persistence pays off, listeners. Alright, let's head down from the sheep. Hey, there's the save point I was wishing. Wait, I think this is a trick. Is it? Is that here? Must not be here. There's somewhere where you hit that and it wakes up the enemies. Let's shelter. Shelter up. And save. We're going to save over an old village of magic. Hey, the chapter title changed to Tata and the Frog. Hey, there's a restaurant here in town called Tata's. I do not recommend it. You'll probably get sick. Got one mid-ether in a chest. Running down some ladders. Running right. And we're go switching screens. Hey, we're on the other side of the waterfall. Still getting shit flung at us. We fall down a broken ladder. There's a treasure chest to the left. Shelter we just used. Here's a bunch of goblins. Let's run past them and take out this fucker flinging rocks. Oh, it switched sides. We're going to go through this cave then. Oh, I know where we're at. There's two little boys in here. Uh, one little boy. He's jumping up and down. Up here in a beam of light is a sword. If you approach it, kids, stop! He runs up to the sword. Are you here for the Mazmune? Yes. 
Thought so. Wait a second, okay? Oh, big brother! Where are you, Masa? Masa, what is it, Mune? Not again. So, you want to get a name for yourself by grabbing Mama's Mune? What a buffoon. So they're two little twins. They got like green spiky hair, a red shirt, little blue pants. Mune, humans are so silly. It's how you use the sword that's important, not who owns it. You, Masa, you can't even understand something as simple as that. That's why you're human. Mune, what should we do? The usual. Test them. You can entertain us for a while. Alright, here we go. Whoosh! So they spin around, and then they become two, like, uh, I don't know, like, imp-looking creatures. They're, like, yellow. They have, like, pointy ears, wide eyes, and they're each wearing a robe. One has, like, a green, like, neck area. Another has a purple, like, on the robe, like, would that be like the hood or scarf? I'm going to call them scarves. Green scarf, purple scarf. All right. Uh, purple scarf attacks Colonel for 27. Doesn't say who's who. Um, let's attack purple scarf. Colonel crits for 168. Uh, green scarf attacks Colonel for 30. I'm guessing purple scarf's Massa and green scarf's Mune. Um, what's Napalm do? Damage enemies in an area. Well, it won't hit both of them, so let's shoot Masa. Purple Scarf. They do a team attack, like they spin around Chrono in a cyclone. Now Chrono's confused, he's got a star above his head, and he's like giggling when it's not his turn. They keep attacking Masa. Let's throw some fire at Masa. Luca. When I played this when I was younger, I was always quite fond of these two characters. I think I still am, to be honest. I like them. I think it's a neat idea. Because that sword is in, like, every game ever that's a JRPG. There's always a Mazmune. It's going to keep attacking Masa till he dies. It's got to die soon, right? Mune attacks Morrow for 34. Chrono's still confused. I'm just throwing magic at Masa with Morrow. Sometimes with Luka. Kamehameha. Kamehameha. Apart, Masa and Mune are defeated. I couldn't flash too fast. 400 experience, 4 tech, 400 Gs. Luka levels up. Alright. Mune. Ah, oh, purple was Mune. Hey, they're pretty tough. Masa. Only Cyrus made it this far. They keep talking about this Cyrus fella. That, that was Frog's buddy, right? Mune, what should we do? Masa, this time it's for real. Alright, this is it. Masa, yeah, we mean business. So, like, Masa, like, backs up to the wall, and he's got, like, a, I don't know, like a pose... I don't know how to describe it. With Masa's bravery and... Mune does the same thing. Only opposite side of the room. Mune's knowledge. They like... High five into each other. And fuse. Two become one. So maybe it's the Dragon Ball Z fusion dance. And they become this big hulking monster. That looks terrifying. Alright. So it's got, it's really big, it's got some white horns, it's got like something white around its le right, left arm, big pink lips that are frowning, beady white eyes, and he's got like just tan skin, I think. Alright, attack with Chrono. Oh shit, I should have healed. Uh, let's cure Chrono. Yeah, cure Chrono with Marl. I have Luca Fire. See how much damage that does. 181 damage from Luca's Fire. They like Karate Chops Chrono for 43. Chrono. Oh, Wind Slash. It's like Ninja Star flies out and under Luca and it like cyclones her up into the air, then drops her. Wind Slash did 69. Noise. Marl's gonna ice it. 
Um, have Luca shoot it, see if fire or shooting does more. Does 63, so her fire does way more. Storing tornado energy. Let's have Colonel Lightning. What does that do? 82 damage. It seemed to make it unstore. Ooh, it countered Chrono's lightning with a slash attack. I want to wait for Chrono to... So I'm going to fire it. And then now I'm going to Aura Whirl with Chrono and Marl to heal up everyone. I'm just kind of paranoid. It's, now it's countering. It countered both. So uh, Luca hit it with fire and then it slash hit Chrono and Luca. So it's countering magic attacks it seems right now. At a minimum. Pain it says. Yes, indeed. Now he's sucking in a bunch of air. And he lets loose a bunch of energy and does a fuckload of damage. Alright, let's Aura Whirl. So we're all like, Chrono's at 74, but Marl's at 38, and Luke is at 23. And that was from about 200 they went down. Uh, let's fire. I think it'll stop countering now that it's not charging that massive attack. Yep, it did not counter anymore. It's Karate Chops Chrono for 43. I'll have them Aura Whirl one more time because we're still a little low. We're just above 100. Alright, now we're all... Well, not all. Chrono's over 200. Marl and Luca are just a tad under. We're just going to keep throwing attacks at it till it dies. Fuck. Oof, it does that. Like, uh, Ninja Star Cyclone attack to uh, Luca again. Gonna have to heal her soon. The other two are doing okay for now. We'll see. Gonna keep throwing fire at him with Luca. Storing tornado energy. So let's aura whirl again. We don't want to attack. Wait, did we figure out if he counters physicals? Let's uh, have Luca shoot him and see if he counters the physical. He does. And it hits Chrono and Luca again. We're going to Aura Whirl with Marl and Chrono again to get them all like above 200 so they're not like critical when the massive attack goes off. I need to take a drink here. Ah, what fell? Well, I'll figure out what fell later. I'm going to take my drink though. Ah! I accidentally unpaused the game. See, so, yeah, I really haven't done much since I got back from Dance. Just been nursing my massive head injury that you can barely see but i assure you it hurt a lot and it was massive um he has invited me back up just to hang out he wants to do like a game night maybe play fiasco have you ever played fiasco listeners that's a really fun game it's basically like playing through a coen brothers movie like last time we played it was so like there's like scenarios that you um play out so like um, in the old version, it was just a book, and then you'd get, like, you have to print some shit online, but they revamped it on a Kickstarter a few years ago into, like, there's, like, a, there's, like, cards, basically, that you use now, but each deck is, like, a scenario that you play through, but the scenarios are, like, ridiculous, so ours was, like, um, you, you're just, uh, you've just killed the dragon on, like, your epic fantasy adventure, um, your party just killed the dragon, and, like, you set up relationships by, like, drawing cards. So, like, you have a connection to the person sitting to your left and the person sitting to your right. And this is determined by, like, um, each you, each player gets a hand of cards. And then you assign the cards to, base, to two people. So you place it between them. And it'll be, like, has a contract to kill this character. And then the other person next to you will be, like is secretly your father and stuff like that. It's ridiculous shit. It's storing energy again. So I'm just going to whirl whirl up and keep Lucas on standby. Um, so like you're playing, it's a, you're playing these roles as you're like also trying to advance the story and, um, you advance the story by like determining if a scenario is, a, you play out scenes, like you just improv scenes like, each person takes their turn. You either start the scene or finish a scene. So, like, the other players start the scene for you, or you start the scene and play it out. And so, um, and then at the end of the scene, uh, whoever's 
turn it is, I believe, will determine... No, you decide as a group if it's a good or bad outcome, and what happens goes from there. But really the fun is just all the improv storytelling. Like, we ended up, like, getting a gang of orphans, but since we were all orphans ourselves, we kind of treated them shabbily, and they all ended up dying except for one that'll probably come back and get revenge on me specifically, because I was the harshest to the orphans. Um, but I had a dog that I took really good care of, and oh, it's just really fun. I highly recommend you all give it a shot at least once. Just get a group of like four or five and just grab some pizza and some soda or beer, whatever have you. If you're where it's legal, maybe a little marijuana, I don't know if that's your thing, and just enjoy yourselves. It takes maybe four hours, but it's well worth it. It's so much fun, and everybody's just laughing and having a good time and it's worth it um yeah so i highly mushroom comics recommends also fiasco one of mushroom comics's favorite board games but i'm also a big role player so it's like a light DD, which i find funner like don't get me wrong listeners i love me some DD, but i really like the simple like systems like savage worlds um fate uh, powered by the apocalypse, just those like really simple like D6 systems basically, where you don't have to number crunch like you do for Pathfinder or like 3.5. Um, I get that 5e is really simple, but um, I don't like the like from one to five is boring, from five to ten is really fun, and then from ten to twenty is just boring because you're so overpowered. I don't think they did a good job balancing the game, in my personal opinion. Like, I still love playing it. Um, I haven't played much Pathfinder 2. I do hear good stuff about that, but I didn't like how crunchy it was when I tried it. Um, and I usually DM. I'm not a big player. I'm a big DMer. I love to DM. I love to write my own adventures and just run the players through them. I've been doing it for years. I've created my own homebrew world. Um, Yeah, I have a lot of fun in that. And I keep it pretty generic so I can adapt everything to any system I want to play. Usually it ends up being Pathfinder 1, 5e, or Savage Worlds. But yeah, it's just... Yeah, I really have fun playing that stuff. I I like it a lot. I used to actually run for... um, the library in the next town over i used to run the teen scene dnd club there well, when i had my store I kn- oh we got wiped listeners we got wiped oh no i wasn't even narrating it he had i was healing up from his last um charge attack and um he did it again right away like he went down to charge after he let it loose he just went straight back to charging and then i got marlon chrono up to aura world again and he let it loose and just wiped us we all it was by like one hp each that he wiped us like he just did just enough damage let's give it ah what time is it? all right this episode has gone really long so i'm going to end it there um, I'll read our last save. Tata and the Frog, Middle Ages, 6 hours, 34 minutes, uh, 11,945 Gs, save 36, Chrono 16, Marl 16, Luca 15. Um, so I want to thank people. I'll give Brothnir some thanks for inspiring this podcast and listening. Um, let's give Garden Plots with Skeletor some thanks. Um, they helped me realize that if I wanted to do something scripted, it didn't have to be like, I don't know, something like Welcome to Night Vale or stuff like that. You know, I could just have fun and do whatever I want. And so that's what I'm doing. Um, also give a thanks at to tighten up the defense. Um, Hub's openings to that show are kind of what inspired my openings to the or what I try to do when I open the Nuzlocks, where I go, you know what I've been thinking about lately? Um, See, so yeah, I'll give that. Um, I'll do Daniel K for basically uh, inspiring most of the format for this show. Actually, I, yeah, he was a big influence on me. 
Um, let's do the Ben at the Dragoon Effect for doing what he's doing. What he's doing is very important. Everybody should go listen to it, and you should talk about your mental health openly. Um, and Attack on Final Fantasy. It's giving me a lot of entertainment at work. Um, I really like what he's doing over there as well. I really like the Save State episodes with his wife or partner. I'm pretty sure it's his wife. I think they're married, right? And I have a lot of fun listening to that. So for this episode, those will be my thanks. Um, as usual, thanks for listening. Goodbye and have fun.